the 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 breakdown. There's so, so much going on in the world, going on in our country. Today, there are several stories that I want to tell, but first and foremost, I want to focus us in on a case. And if you go right now to standwithshawn.com, stand with S-E-A-N, standwithshawn.com, our team at the Grassroots Law Project is working with the family of Sean Monterosa. We're working with the attorneys, attorney John Burris of the family of Sean Monterosa, who uh, in his very last text, and I've seen this text with my own eyes, sent a text to his sister saying, please, if you do anything, sign this petition for George Floyd. We're fighting for justice for him. Sean in Vallejo, California, which is really um, a suburb in the Bay Area outside of San Francisco, California. Sean was actually from San Francisco. And as frustrated as I am that this crime happened to Sean, Sean was brutally shot and killed by police in Vallejo. Had it happened just a little bit further down in San Francisco, our friend and brother Chase Boudin is the district attorney there and would be on the case And it just reminds me of how vital it is for us to be able to elect people who run these local systems. Uh, Chasa and I even talked about this case. And even though Sean's a resident of or was a resident of San Francisco, he was shot and killed by police in Vallejo. And for any of you who don't know, the police department in Vallejo, California, literally has one of the worst records of police brutality of any department in the Bay Area, in Northern California, and actually has one of the worst records of police violence, of police shootings, of police corruption, of any police department in the country. And it's been this way, which is which is crazy. It's been this way for generations. And Sean Monterosa was shot and killed by police amidst all the protests and demonstrations all over the Bay Area, was shot and killed by police outside of a Walgreens in Vallejo. And the police officer who shot and killed Sean, shot and killed him, firing five shots, listen to me, through the window of his police car. Not because Sean flashed a gun, not because Sean was rushing the car. Eyewitnesses have said that Sean was on his knees Eyewitnesses have said that Sean had his hands up. He had no gun. When a police officer saying that he thought Sean had a gun, which is what they always say, it doesn't matter if it was a wallet. It doesn't matter if you had nothing at all. Police continue to use that. They've been trained to say that. And and that's something I need you to understand is that police are trained in how to beat these cases. And so the police said, They thought Sean had a gun, but Sean had nothing in his hands, no weapon, nothing. So they thought Sean had a gun. He was so convinced that Sean had a gun that he started firing at Sean through the window of an unmarked police car. What I'm telling you is that it wasn't even a regular police car. It was an unmarked police car. And this officer who has 
shot and killed other people who has repeated police shootings. This officer shot and killed 22-year-old Sean Monterosa. I've talked with Sean's sister, his family. I've talked with uh, so many people who knew him and loved him. He was a brilliant artist. Uh, He was a visual artist. He drew, he painted. Uh, He was an avid reader. And I always feel a sense of guilt when I try to humanize someone who was shot and killed by police. But I just want you to understand that this was a person like this was a he was a middle brother who had siblings who adored him, who had a family who cherished him and who who planned on having a lifetime with him. And that's been stolen from them. Uh, Sean uh, loved to restore cars. He was uh, a tradesman and had really learned how to use his uh, his love of art to uh, to be uh, uh, just so productive. And he had just actually finished a um, a, a job training program in carpentry. And uh, I posted a picture of that and so many other pictures on my Instagram timeline. And I just want you to see him. Like, I want you to understand who he was and that this was a life that was lost. And as we continue to protest for police uh, brutality and against police brutality all over the country, I need you to understand that that brutality is continuing. And so not only are police now brutalizing us in the protest as we demonstrate against police brutality itself, but police brutality is continuing. And it's not just Sean. There are cases of horrible, fatal police violence all over the country. And so many families are now reaching out to us and saying, and and it breaks my heart, and are saying that as we protest for George Floyd, as we protest for Breonna Taylor, who still has no justice, and you've been seeing us continuing to call for justice for Breonna, the officers have not been fired, they have not been charged. Uh, As I speak, the Louisville City Council um, is debating a, a law that they were going to pass, Brianna's law. And initially last week, the Louisville City Council and our team at the Grassroots Law Project has been working with them behind the scenes. We're going to pass a slightly amended version of a ban on no-knock warrants, giving it some opportunity for there to still be, uh, for police to still enter a home without any warning. But as I record this, um, they, the Louisville City Council has now agreed to ban completely no-knock warrants and, and is creating the strongest law in the country banning no-knock warrants. And my hope is that in your city and in cities and counties all over the country that they will follow suit because these no-knock warrants are primarily used in black and brown communities because white officers know that using them in their own neighborhood causes nothing but death and despair. So while we're still fighting for justice for Brianna and still fighting for justice for Ahmaud Aubrey, as we continue to fight, we now have more and more murders, more and more cases and incidents of brutality. And so it requires me and our team and you, it requires us sometimes to be spread so thin because it's hard to care deeply about so many acts of injustice. But I'm asking you to care about Sean Monterosa. I'm asking you to care about his family, to care about what justice means for them. 
And what we have in Vallejo is what we have in Louisville, is what we have in Minneapolis, is a department that has been so reckless for so long that they are counting on being able to shoot and kill someone like Sean and just get away with it. And so if you go now to stand with Sean, S-E-A-N, standwithsean.com, when you go there and fill out our super petition, just like you did for Brianna, uh, just like you did for George Floyd, just like you did for Ahmad, just like you did for Rodney Reed, it then emails all of the power players and and uh, government officials and prosecutors and 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 police departments and the attorney general and the governor. It emails everybody that's involved in Sean's case. But if you go now to standwithsean.com, you can learn all about Sean. You can learn all about his case. And there's also a phone number there. And we'll post the phone number now in the comments here. And I want you to be able to call that phone number so that you can continue. Save the number as Stand With Sean or Justice For Sean or Sean Monterosa. I want you to care about yet one more case. Because what I know is when we organize and when we push together, uh, over 100,000 people just in 24 hours have already signed our super petition. Tens of thousands of phone calls have already been made. But I'm also trying to do something that we often want to see but don't really see. I'm wanting to see some intersectionality where we are standing for the lives of Black men and women who have been brutalized by police. And as we do that, I've seen so many of you from other cultures Stand with George Floyd, stand with Breonna Taylor, stand with Ahmaud Aubrey. And so now I'm asking us to stand with a young Latino brother and his family. And I, you know, I even had somebody on my Instagram help me. That was not me. So if you see my post on Instagram where we translate in Spanish, um, just my my original caption for Sean, like I just want you to see that we're we're striving to be intersectional in every way we can, where we're fighting not just for our own, but we're fighting for each other. And one of the things that I've come to understand, and I think the nation has come to see and understand, is that this crisis of police violence, while the burden of it has primarily impacted Black communities, it has also impacted Brown communities. And what we're seeing across the country, although to a lesser degree, we're, we're seeing now that these police will be brutal against anybody and everybody. It doesn't matter if it's a young white woman. It doesn't matter if it's a senior citizen, if it's an older white man. We're seeing this brutality all over the country. And so I'm asking you to to make room and space in your heart and in your mind, in your soul, in your time, in your schedule to fight for Sean Monterosa and his family. So there are so many things that I want you all to do for action steps. First and foremost, if you find a brilliant local civil rights or human rights organization in your town, I I want you to hear from me first and foremost. Throw your life into that organization. Volunteer for it. Donate to it. If you find something local that you love and value, be a part of that. And I want you to hear me say that because there's brilliant local work going on in cities and counties all over the country. 
but I want you to go to grassrootslaw.org and become a volunteer with us. You can sign up to become a volunteer. Click on the volunteer button. Don't just fill out the basic form on the website, but actually click on the volunteer button and you can sign up to be a volunteer. Our work is going right now. We did some of the most beautiful, impactful work of my life fighting to pass Brianna's Law in Louisville. Our entire team is still so elated. I'm grateful for all of them for their hard work there. But also today, I want you to go to standwithshawn, S-E-A-N, standwithshawn.com. Find a way to, to make the phone calls for Sean, fill out our super petition so that we can lift his case and lift his name and lift his story. And we're going to plan some actions also to change the Vallejo Police Department which is consistently problematic. And so we need you right now to go ahead, chip in and become a volunteer at grassrootslaw.org. Go to Stand With Sean, S-E-A-N, standwithshawn.com, and join us. Break it down.